0: This is the Lifestyle Business Podcast, Episode 5. If you like this podcast, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at lifestylebusinesspodcast.com. When you sign up, I'll send you a link to a video I recently made about one profitable online business model. This is Dan Andrews, and I'd like to thank you for downloading the Lifestyle Business Podcast, the premier online resource for entrepreneurs seeking unique approaches to life, business, and career. hey everybody uh, on today's episode we have the second part of uh, my conversation with Ian about flash packing and how to create a mobile business architecture um, that allows you to travel the world um, and why that's important and um, you know in particular this episode we're talking about five things that separate flash packers from backpackers um, At the end of the episode I'm going to share some of my favorite flash packing resources so be sure to stick around for that so. Let's jump right into it.
1: You know, a lot of people listening are, are thinking, hey, you know, this this flashbacking, flashbacking it sounds really interesting, but if you've never done it before, you've never traveled for, like, more than a week or two at a time, uh-huh. um, a lot of people can't envision leaving, like, their home, their pets, their loved ones for, like, a month or two. Sure. Right? So how do we make that transition? How... How do we convey to people that uh, it's really easy to leave your castle for a couple months?
0: Well, I mean, I think that there's a bunch of specific tactics you can do. One of the things I like to do is always live a minimalist lifestyle. And I think that that's one thing that is a huge benefit of lifestyle entrepreneurship is that you 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 have a career, a business that allows you to focus on just the things that are important to you and not sort of like the endless muddle that, A lot of people spend it tend to spend their time on managing stuff managing stuff that means nothing everything that's important to me can fit in a small backpack which carries my laptop my four favorite t-shirts and all my gear Right. And when you get over to Vietnam, you can buy a guitar. Sure. I mean, guitars are, uh, in fact, you know, with, with, and this is part of what we were talking about, how this is becoming more relevant, right? And not having that estate or castle to protect your stuff. In fact, for a lot of airlines now, it would cost more to transport your guitar than it would to actually just purchase one or borrow one or rent one at the location you're at. Right, And so with You know, and all the most important stuff tends to be small. You know, I'm an iPhone user, for example. I can put it in my pocket. You know, my Dell Latitude can fit in inside of my backpack. All my clothes fold up into micro sleeves and fit into my backpack. You know, there's just not a lot of stuff after that. I can put my car in storage. I can put all my furniture in storage. I'm not actually a homeowner right now. I have an apartment, which uh, I've negotiated a good rental rate, and I either sublease or you know, now that my businesses are doing better, when I leave the country, I just keep paying the rent. You know, it's, 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 it's totally affordable. I factor in it as a business experience, uh, expense, it allows me for free storage. And, um, you know, I can let if my friends are coming to San Diego or whatever, I can let them stay in my place if I'm not around. And for me, right. I factor it as a business experience or expense, because it's valuable to not have to arrange for, you know, apartment turnover and stuff like that, that can be a little inconvenient. But If you don't blow this stuff out of proportion, it's relatively simple to make these arrangements. And it's all about focusing on on what's truly valuable to you. And when you can identify that as it's, you know, this lifestyle of learning and improvement, it's these businesses that you're working on cultivating and long-term assets, then, you know, the kind of relative trouble of like finding a, a new home for your pet or for moving your couch out of your apartment, they just, they look small relative let's go to number six flash packers carry fifty dollars instead of fifty pounds of luggage you know and this is a little bit of this idea you're talking about with the guitar in four weeks when i get on a plane and i'm going to be flying directly to the philippines in four weeks my my first order of business might be to purchase whatever uh, equipment is relevant relevant to my local stay there
1: my, my favorite thing to do, and this is even when I'm traveling in the States, is to bring uh, like maybe one or two nice articles of clothes if I know that I'm going to be somewhere where I need to wear it, and then to show up and buy like white t-shirts at Walmart, uh, and this is something that you can do anywhere. Sure. So uh, it really makes sense in a lot of cases, too, because uh, you end up giving your things away sometimes when you're in uh, other countries or or sometimes you just end up buying it all there and throwing it away.
0: It's a fun experience. It's the get it there traveling philosophy. You know, there's so many benefits to it, you know, like when you first show up in a foreign country to step into a retail outlet can be a great experience to try to get a good deal on a a great shirt. Definitely get it there.
1: Right. So try to minimize the the amount of bulk that you bring with you.
0: Absolutely. And I have countless anecdotes of why being light is advantageous and certainly things we can share in the future. But when you're trying to do things in particular, like find a great deal in a hotel, when you're not planning ahead when traveling, um, when you're trying to figure things out on the ground, Having a small backpack is, you know, essentially I travel with a day pack. I travel the world with a day pack and I run my businesses from a day pack. And doing that allows me to do things like negotiate great hotel rates on the ground. And the bottom line is that a lot of the information that's out there just isn't expressed on the internet. And if you depend on the internet for especially a lot of these exotic, more frontier-like locations you're going to miss out on the best opportunities which exist on the ground. And so having all your equipment in one small day pack allows you to get the best experience on the ground.
1: And I know you're really experienced in, in packing this day pack that you're talking about. So I'm sure everybody's interested to know what your top 10 items are.
0: Well, you know, for... I can definitely pull together a video, and we should both do this before we go on our next excursion, identifying the particular items we're bringing, why and how we think, you know, those things are a benefit. Because I love that kind of stuff. There's a lot of cool videos on the internet. Tynan at Tynan.net does the best one right now. He just put up a new uh, overview of all the equipment he pulls together when he goes, travels the world running his businesses. Definitely worth checking out and we should make similar videos of our stuff. Number seven, flash packers are concerned about the value of their money. Because they have more freedom with their budget, flash packers are more likely to rent cars or use budget airlines and to take time consuming travel options. I mean, we've kind of been over this. Uh, It's about, it's the same thing, you know, an entrepreneur would do in any situation. It's about identifying value, not just budget. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you're always willing to make a little investment for some value. Number eight, flash packers are often on career breaks you know if they haven't yet managed to create mobile streams of income through companies or entrepreneurial ventures many flash packers are living off a good amount of savings and tend to have small assets that are helping them to do this um, one of the things I would like to focus on in the future and I love to see is people who are doing a concept called baselining which is their professionals who have managed to build up assets or savings and or even a small stream of mobile income say they're making five hundred to a thousand dollars off of You know, one of the most common uh, sources of passive income, unemployment checks. Can you believe it? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I don't want to comment on the morality of that. I mean, just saying that that's one of the ways people do this. And what you can do by baseline is it means getting rid of all your expenses, reducing them down to zero, and then going somewhere where you can be free of your former life and focus on a new project.
1: Right. And we talk about this a lot. I mean, it's real easy to live in the States and, and have your expenses get totally out of control. Um, so you end up having uh, a car payment, insurance, healthcare obviously is important, your rent. Yeah. Um, it, it just goes up from there. Or even like
0: you kind of tend to spend money to kind of make yourself feel okay about it. I call it retail therapy. Like I used to go shopping for clothes a lot, for example. Yeah. And uh, just to I don't know. There was no reason for it. I was just kind of spending the money that I earned. Right. I worked
1: so hard to get. And depending on what your income level is, I mean, you can still do this kind of stuff, but uh, it's real easy to to have in between five and $10,000 of, in expenses all of a sudden per month and not even know what you're really getting, right? So minimizing those expenses really makes sense when uh, you don't have passive income and you want to go on the road like this.
0: Sure. And especially when you have a cool project in mind. Like I've seen people have an idea for a business or even something like a novel, a creative project and say, you know what? I've got enough expenses that I can reduce everything. I can get by on a thousand to $2,000 a month in X location. I'm going to go there and focus 90% of my creative energy on creating this new product.
1: Right. And a lot of times you can hang out in places around the world for the same price as you can hang out in your California home.
0: Yes. You know, I did this, for example, two years ago and created a travel guide. And that's one of the businesses that's currently creating a passive income for me on the web. And maybe we'll talk about how that process panned out in a little bit more detail in the future.
1: Right, because that's really interesting, because that's one of those projects where you had to show up on location for it to work out. And once you showed up on location, that's when you realized that it would be a real interesting project.
0: Sure. And it was so much fun. So on top of all that, number nine, Flash packers travel with toys. And this is what we're talking about, these promised videos and the videos that exist on the internet. Uh, we're talking laptop, telephones, MP3 player, SLR cameras, video, you name it. Flash packers are digitized and connected to the world. That's part of why Flashpackers are so exciting because they can really communicate, you know, from these locations. They can truly run their businesses from these exotic locations, you know, they also have the budget to be able to, you know, bring these toys along with them.
1: But it's not really expensive, you know, a webcam, a thousand dollar computer, maybe a camera, a voice recorder. I mean, this is this is how you do business daily uh, without the face-to-face interactions. So, you know, just minus the face-to-face, I mean, it's just like doing business as, as usual for a lot of people.
0: You know, there's this also, there was this uh, kind of idea we had you know at the beginning of the episode we talked a little bit about having the estate to protect all your goods and how the the actual p- real price of these goods is just sort of falling through the roof so you know you can have like for example my iPhone is like a telephone a digital camera and a video camera for $300 I mean it's incredibly cheap like if I, if I were to like drop my iPhone tomorrow like and crack it or if it were to get stolen like I wouldn't even think twice I would just immediately buy another one A lot of times like I think the traditional attitude towards travel is sort of this idea of like over protecting these valuable items because in the past they were worth more money and and so there's this over concern for security. Like the second I step outside of the country, what is the first thought 90% of travelers have is I have to secure my assets or my belongings. And I think like the flash packer really has the opposite attitude, which is like, this is my chance to engage all these electronic items. And, you know, if I lose them or if they get stolen, um, I'm just going to replace them. Right. No big deal. Number 10 flash packers are fast and flexible and more often than not light. And you know the flexibility with budgets, efficiency with digital communications allows them to use this get it there traveling thing. And I think if the average pack weight for a backpacker is about 40 to 50 pounds, that's sort of what I see out there, flash packers would be around 20 pounds. And you can do this by you know using more advanced kind of uh, technology when it comes to your clothing. Like I travel with merino wool products and like lots of travel gear. Um, You know, there's special kinds of like uh, travel. There's companies that create, you know, this kind of special. uh, You've all seen this kind of special pants and special clothing and everything. You can get that. But also you can just travel light, you know, and and do your laundry in the shower in the evening when you're uh, at a hotel or a lot of uh, hotels and certainly in Southeast Asia uh, offer very cheap laundry services.
1: Right. So it makes sense to go with just as few products as possible. You know, some of these Nike dry fit shirts are great. Um, They rinse off in the sink and they roll up really small.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I love the Nike dry fit. I use Merino wool products from icebreaker. Um, They're fantastic because they don't smell bad. It's amazing. Like the way the wool wicks uh, sweat and you can wear them for many days on end and, and they just don't smell bad. I think that there's just tons of options that when you really break it down, I'm, traveling with video camera, mp3 player, telephone. The first thing I do when I land in a country is I get a sim card. I'm traveling with laptop, you know, full wardrobe, and I'm not over 20 pounds. Anyway, that's a kind of a quick review, or maybe a long review, of the 10 traits that separate flash packers from backpackers, and why flash packing is becoming sort of more and more relevant to the lifestyle entrepreneur.
1: And how close it really is and how accessible it really is to go travel over in Europe or Asia for a month while you run your business.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us on this one, Ian.
1: Thanks, Tim. Hey, everybody. Thanks for
0: listening this week. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, We've we've got a couple show notes to links to things that we've mentioned in this episode, like products we're using when we're traveling and stuff like that. Uh, We'll send that to you if you go to the website and that mailing list. Um, And I'll pull together uh, sort of a list of links so that if you are planning on leaving uh, your job and traveling the world, you can uh, get the best Flashpacker gear. Uh, We'll have a new episode very shortly. I hope you enjoyed this one. We'll see you next time.